0: It's time to look at weight loss in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on calories in, calories out, you'll learn how to use your brain to transform your body and heal your relationship with food. If you're ready to lose your weight for the last time, you're in the right place. Because it's more than what
1: you eat, it's who you are when you're eating. This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman.
2: Welcome to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. We have a bonus episode for you this week. I am super excited to have my friends, Teresa and Dorothy here, to talk about the coming home retreat that we are offering together the last weekend of August. And this is something, it's the first time anything like this has been done in Canada. We're combining weight loss coaching with equine assisted learning in a way that is so super exciting and is literally gonna blow the minds of everybody coming to this retreat. But I know equine assisted learning is a new thing for many people. Lots of us haven't heard of it. I certainly didn't know what the heck it was when Teresa first approached me about doing this retreat together. And then I went and experienced it for myself firsthand. My mind was blown and this is how I know yours will be too. So I thought for us to share with you what this is all about, this podcast would be a great place for us to do it. So I've got Teresa and Dorothy here with me today. I'm going to have them introduce themselves right away, and then we're just going to have a great conversation about what is going to happen in this retreat and how the horses can be instrumental in your transformation in both body and mind. So Teresa, tell us a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks so
0: much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm so excited that we are partnering in this new adventure together. Um, so I've worked with Michelle for a number of years. My background is in uh, emergency room nursing. And I've worked throughout Alberta for the last 13 years in that profession. Um, I'm also a mother. I have a three-year-old son. I have my wife. and um, I have recently started a new business and that in itself is a whole new adventure that I had no idea what would entail, but it's been a huge learning curve and it's been really positive in so many ways. And your business is Unbridled
2: Equines, right?
0: That's correct, yes. Unbridled Equines, we're located uh, just outside of the city limits of Edmonton, Alberta, and we offer programs for youth, for adults, for women, for teens, for families, and even for corporate team-building events as well.
1: Mm -hmm. All
2: working with the horses.
0: Yes, absolutely. Everything is done in hand with a horse. The horse is definitely part of your team, and and almost the most important part because they are the teacher in our programs. So that is really really the coolest
2: thing. It is. And I, I cannot wait to talk about how the horses relate to coaching in a couple minutes, because my mind has just been going bonkers, um, thinking about how useful, how useful this all is. Um, But before we
1: get there, Dorothy, Dorothy, (laughs) tell us a little bit about you too. Well, I have a background in animal behavior and human resources. And after three decades in human resources, I really reached that point of I hated what I was doing. And I was looking for what, you know, what am I meant to be doing at the time? Also, my teenage daughter was experiencing bullying, Mm. Um, you know, school sports team bullying. So by her own sports teammates and the only thing she enjoyed actually was riding horses. So it was during one of her riding lessons that her regular horse was injured. So the teacher said, go get this other horse. And I thought, well, that's going to be interesting. Because this was my friend's horse who was neurotic to the, he was such a high energy neurotic horse. And I thought, what a weird combination, a high, highly neurotic sensitive horse and a depressed angry teenager. What's that going to be like? And in the end, uh, he surprised all of us because she got on him and he took her to the farthest end of the arena and stood there like grounding her sadness and her energy. I'd never seen anything like it. I'd had horses for decades. I didn't know they could do that. Mm -hmm. And I needed to know more about that. So I retired early four years ago and I um, trained as a facilitator. And um, I'm happy to say that horse became ours like a week after that incident and really helped um, our daughter actually overcome a lot of her issues at that point.
2: That is amazing. And when you
1: say that you became a facilitator, you mean an equine
2: assisted learning facilitator. Yes, exactly. So ladies, what the heck is equine assisted learning?
0: So equine assisted learning is actually where the horse is the teacher. And it's different than equine assisted therapy in the fact that we are not degreed in a psychology background. So we are not going to be asking the hows and the whys behind your behavior. We don't need to know those details, and that's not important to us in our programs. Um, but the horse is actually going to be the
2: one uh, doing the teaching in the programs. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's really cool. And why is the horse such an effective teacher for us? Well, I mean, we, you wonder why we don't use dogs or cats. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is because horses are prey animals and us humans are predators. So they react to us very naturally um, as being always like looking to be safe. So they mm-hmm. look at us as predators, something to be feared. So we are we work, work with their natural senses. And that um, helps people get real insight and immediate feedback in the sessions.
0: Yeah, we also work with horses because they don't actually have what's called a prefrontal cortex, mm-hmm. which is what we use when we are overthinking, mm-hmm. judging, and lying. And horses actually physically don't have that piece of their brain. So you're going to be working with an animal that has a beating heart, that is 100% non-judgmental. So what does that mean? It doesn't doesn't matter to a horse if you're tall or you're short, if you're thin or you're wide. If you have, uh, you know, fancy shoes or the rugged shoes, it doesn't matter to a horse, um, and they also are incapable of lying to you. So, like Dorothy said, they provide honest and immediate feedback. Whatever they tell you out there in the arena is going to be one hundred percent the truth.
2: And what sort of things can the horse tell us in the arena?
0: Like Dorothy had mentioned, the number one thing a horse needs to feel from us is safe, Mm -hmm. and when we are not in a state of mind where what we think and what we feel is on the same page, we are actually kind of like in a bit of a confused state to a horse. We're also Mm -hmm. not very safe to ourselves at that point if we are always in a state of thinking one thing but feeling another thing. And so the horse really wants to help us get to a state of balance where what we think and feel are on the same page, that's when they feel the safest they're also looking for our leadership. So they're not looking for a friend. They're actually looking for a leader out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can't push or shove or muscle a 12 to 1500 pound horse. If they aren't going to move, they're not going to move. <laughs> right on. Yeah. There's no amount of CrossFit or pushups that's going to help you in that situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so you have to really dig deep because Become self aware of what is going on within yourself because that horse is going to be communicating to you in very subtle ways. And we do teach you when you come how that horse is communicating with you um, because they don't talk like us, they don't speak English. So we have to go to their language, which is um, primarily
1: nonverbal body language. Mm-hmm. And Dorothy, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, building upon their communication, of course, is almost entirely nonverbal, um, mm-hmm. which isn't the case with, like, our dogs, let's say. So that requires they're very sophisticated. I'm ta- very sophisticated nonverbal uh, communication behavior, and what that does is it really enhances the humans that are working with them, their own nonverbal communication, if if only to actually draw attention to how they're presenting themselves in the world right? and how subtle things can be or how subtle things need to change. And you will have an incredible difference. And
2: when we talk about equine uh, equine assisted learning, I don't know why that's so hard for me to say, but um, we're not riding the horse. There's no riding of the horse, and there will not be at our retreat either. You're working with the horse. And, you know, when I um, came and experienced this with the two of you, the first thing that I did was I groomed the horse, kind of got comfortable, and really started to learn how the horse was going to communicate with me. And it was also a time for me to understand a little bit about what I was feeling because I was actually scared. Um, And, you know, I, I, I couldn't say that I'm scared of horses, but, you know, I was I was a little bit afraid of what was going to happen in my session with you. And so I guess the first question that I have is, if you are afraid of horses, can you still come to this retreat? Yes, yes.
0: absolutely. So first and foremost, we do take everyone through a safety and orientation program So safety is our number one priority. We don't want anyone getting hurt. So we teach you the do's and the don'ts when working with a 12 to 1500 pound animal, because that's as much as a small car, essentially. And then once we go through the safety and orientation, yes, a lot of people are afraid of these horses. These horses are huge. They're majestic animals. They're beautiful, but they're also intimidating for many women and that's part of overcoming some of the fears that we have within ourselves.
2: Mm-hmm. We
0: also don't learn in our comfort zone. And so when we get outside with these next to these beautiful animals, we do teach you that if you are feeling a little bit overwhelmed or nervous or scared, that those horses can actually hear your heart beating from 15 feet away. Mm-hmm. So if you approach a prey animal with a very fast heartbeat because that's what happens when we get anxious or nervous, We teach you how to come back down. And that is basically through a process of belly breathing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have never learned how to do that properly. So we do teach uh you what the proper way to breathe is. Once you slow your breathing down, your heartbeat comes down, you're in a more peaceful place, and you're ready to proceed. But a lot of this is overcoming fears because, yes, they are intimidating, they are huge. And a lot of people, we work primarily with non-horse people, so primarily with people who have never been around a horse before,
2: and we help you get through that. Right. And what I love so much about that is, I mean, listeners of my podcast understand the power of pausing to breathe because we talk about it all of the time. And, you know, really what it does is it grounds you here in the present moment, and it allows you to work through whatever whatever is being challenging for you in that moment. And it's easier to see this 12 to 1500 pound animal and understand why you're feeling fear in the presence of this animal. And then using the breath to work through that. It is less easy when you have emotions that you do not understand and you're wanting to eat to avoid them how like what is going on there but the the process that we use with the horse is the same process that we use when we're trying to run away from our feelings out in the real world far away from from the arena. And that's one reason why I think this workshop, this retreat is going to be so powerful, because the horse is going to show you exactly what your body does when you're scared, and what your body does when you're uncomfortable. And we can use that to see where elsewhere in our lives we're having those same experiences in our body and we can understand oh this is fear oh i don't feel safe right now you know oh i'm uncomfortable um and you know this is this is one reason why i think this is going to be such a powerful experience for women
1: and we would never force anybody um you are mm-hmm. the women would be paired together with with right. a horse and, you know, the power of teamwork, right? And that you somebody's leadership will come in, they're going to be so gentle and encouraging to their, their female teammate that, honestly, we've all ex- ex- seen a participant that was reluctant or, or fearful. And then, like, very soon, very soon, they're they're joining in because mm-hmm. they see how much fun it is.
2: Yeah. And Dorothy, you and Teresa will be there all the time. It's not like women will be thrown into the arena with the horses and, you know, told good luck, right? You're oh, yeah. there
1: facilitating this whole process. Absolutely. Where safety is always our number one priority for everybody. Mm-hmm. And we do we do step in for those moments of like, you know, to facilitate some really learning and some Um, some insights, right. Or if there's difficulty or whatever, but basically everybody just gets on with it and it's fun and it's learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And Teresa, when
2: I was out there working with the horses, with the two of you, you told me stories of, you know, sometimes women can't even get the horse to move, like can't get the horse to follow you. What's going on when that happens?
0: So again, the number one thing the horse needs to feel is safe. And if they don't have a leader that they trust or respect, they're not gonna move forward. So a lot of times what happens when the horse is not moving and they're they're stopped, they're not budging. And this happens a lot. What, what's going on is generally, A, the woman has no idea where they're going. They're completely lost. They're, or they're looking down at the ground Or they're looking behind them as if they're looking into the past. Mm -hmm. A horse only feels safe if they're following a leader that's moving forward and that knows exactly where they're going, but not just exactly where they're going in the arena, exactly where they're going in life.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So that's a pretty big moment for a lot of people because most people will admit, you know what, I have no idea where I'm going in life. I have no idea where my eyes are. I have no idea, I'm, I've been stuck for so long. And these horses will let you know that. They, they kind of, they let you know because they're not moving. If they don't trust in you as a leader to know where you're going, they're not going to follow you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But when you make the change, when you change your body position, when you change where your eyes are looking, it can be as subtle as just changing and moving your eyes from the ground to
2: looking up ahead of you that horse will change and start walking with you. Mm -hmm. And I actually had that experience myself when I was working with the horses. And I was doing an exercise where the horse and I had to step over these, um, you know, these, these low rail railings that were just like a few inches off the ground. And I went over a couple of them and then I looked back and the horse knocked over the next two. And you asked me where I was looking and, you know, I told you, I turned around, I I was looking back and you asked me, how often are you looking back in your life? And I was like, holy crap, I'm always looking back in my life. I'm always regurgitating my old mistakes and things like this. And it's literally tripping me up just like it tripped Um, Like just like the horse tripped over over these railings. Right. Um, It was hugely profound. I mean, this was weeks ago and I still think about it almost daily Um, and I'm catching myself now when I start um, to look backwards. And the horse really taught me that. Um, So that that was amazing. Mm -hmm. yes so in the wild a horse
0: never moves backwards it's very unusual for uh, a wild horse to it's actually even unusual for a domesticated horse to move backwards I mean we do so to train them because we have to be able to move their body every which way when we're riding or working with them on the ground but it's the most unnatural state that a horse can do is is back up they are always Mm -hmm. moving forward. They also do not think about yesterday or tomorrow. They are animals that live in the present moment. Mm-hmm. And so if, you're, if your focus is on the past or your focus is on the future, they know. Now, we mm-hmm. as facilitators don't know what what's going on in your head or what you're thinking about, mm-hmm. but the, the horses do. The horses and, and that's when they step in and start speaking.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and this is exactly why I love the idea of pairing up what the horses can teach you with coaching, because inside the coaching programs that I, I teach, we work on something that we call the think, feel, do model, right? And so the premise of that is you have some thoughts. If you have thoughts frequently enough, they become beliefs. Those thoughts cause you to have a certain emotion, and then those emotions cause you to act in certain ways. So there's just this connection between what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and how you're showing up in the world. Now, the problem is, and this is where the horse is going to show you the truth of it all, is you can say, I'm confident, I'm strong, I trust myself but if you actually don't believe those things your body is going to show that right and the horse is going to feel that the horse is not going to notice you saying i'm confident if you don't actually believe it and your body is sending a different message and and so the horse is really kind of tuning in to this think feel do cycle that you have going on and showing you what's really what's really the truth Yes. Right. And I see this in women all the time. They say, I'm confident. I believe in myself. I love myself. I accept myself. Of course I do. But really, deep down, they don't. And this is the, you know, source of so many of the problems that we have when it comes to food, and how we perceive our body and changing our relationship with food and all of the things. And that's why I think it is just so brilliant to combine working with the horses and doing the weight loss coaching, because you're not going to be able to escape the truth of what you truly believe about yourself after spending time with the horses.
0: No, that is very true. Very, very true.
2: Yeah, the
0: the, the truth will come out (laughs) But but it's not because we are pushing the truth to come out. Mm -hmm. The truth will come out because the horse knows who the real person is
2: that's inside. Right. And, you know, I had this other moment with the horses. Um, Teresa, I don't know if you remember this, but I was trying to back the horse up. And um, Dakota, that was the horse I was working with, did. Backed right up. And it was a huge huge feeling. And you, you turned to me and said, you know, if, if you can move this 1500 pound animal with your intention, like what else can you do in life? And I was just, holy crap. I mean, right. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and, and that's just one example of,
0: of what could happen out there in the arena with these horses. But yes, for many people being able to ask a horse without pushing or touching or using their body pressure mm-hmm. to, to ask that horse to back up is so it's such a powerful moment but the horse will not back up unless a you have a very clear intention B your body language is showing that horse that you're confident in your decision
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that you're gonna you're gonna ask in a kind way right because we can't we can't bully a horse They will not move if we try to ask them in a rude way. We have to still ask them in a kind way, but we have to be assertive and
2: confident and truly assertive and confident. It doesn't even matter what the outcome is, I think, when you're working with the horse, because let's say your task is to make the horse back, back up. If it happens, then you are able to tack it, uh, tap into that assertiveness, that confidence, that trust that you're having. And then we can use that to show you how to use those same feelings when it comes to food. And if you are not able to get the horse to back up and you are showing maybe you need to learn some assertiveness, maybe you do need to learn confidence, then we can use the coaching to show you how to get there, right? And then when you come back on Sunday, maybe it will be different when you're working with the horses.
1: Yeah, and an- another awesome skill that, that women oftentimes um, struggle with our boundaries mm, mm-hmm. and an, another thing that we sometimes see out there in the arena is women who have leaky boundaries it's amazing how this horse who's completely different with someone who's got strong boundaries will literally come in will almost like push that button of "you're you have no boundaries i'm coming in mm-hmm. so then it offers another great learning opportunity to To get to get that strong, the inner resolve, whatever that you need to do to create Mm -hmm. your boundary. I I need this to be safe. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it's amazing, right? And I feel like I was, I was, I had a great experience because I, I felt like you know Dakota and I had figured each other out a little bit. Um, but you also told these stories of you know situations where it hasn't happened that way, and I think that that is just as powerful for women to experience if not even more more powerful yeah another thing that happens out there
0: sometimes is they can't get the horse to move forward and after we step in and ask an open-ended question the women break down
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and in during that moment when when there's a release like that because it is a release to cry or to let go of that emotion that's been bottled up inside of you for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's even just that realization of, of what it was holding you back or what's going on in your own life that that is keeping you from moving forward. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, that horse, because you're being so authentic in that moment and what you're thinking and feeling is on the same page through that release of crying. And so during that moment, we actually step back as a facilitator and let you have that moment with that animal if you need it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it's amazing to see that horse never walks away from that woman that's that's having her her moment because the horse feels
2: safe because she feels so safe
1: experience yeah absolutely amazing yeah amazing it recognizes the energy release mm -hmm. it's literally that is what it totally understands that that there's a release of energy mm -hmm. and that's why it stays Everything is like Teresa says is authentic, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: And it's yeah, it's it's so amazing. I I was a little bit skeptical before I tried this because you know I'm I'm a physician. I like science. And, you know I like I like evidence. I, I I like to see the clear line between A and B, right? And I just didn't know. And and I chose not to read about it so I could have you know a very honest experience and. I was in, you know, in, in my coaching business, I spend all day long processing emotions with clients. I mean, this is what we do, right? We, we learn how to feel emotions in our body and understand the messages that they're trying to give us. This is what I do. And I still had some of the most profound emotional experiences with Dakota in that arena. Like it, it's, it really surprised me. I was also surprised at how afraid I felt and how timid I felt initially. And, you know, I was, I had, I had huge emotions when Dakota did something that I had wanted Dakota to do. And, and it was almost surprising to me that, that this would happen. And I was driving home and I'm like, huh, you know, maybe 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 i'm okay <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> one of the things i've been working through personally lately is is i have this health this this self talk in my brain that says how dare you what gives you the right who the heck are you like how dare like who who the heck are you to run a business like what makes you think you can run a retreat right like it's this this you know self doubt or this you know Um, judging myself for for having for having confidence and I think like Dakota showed me I do have confidence and I -hmm. have every right to do all the things that I want to do in my life and like it really I can't tell you how profound this was it's been weeks and I'm still thinking about it I brought it up Mm -hmm. in therapy the other day right because it's really it really just opened up this, this piece in me that that needed to be addressed. And I'm quite confident that every woman who comes to the coming home retreat will have a similar, you know, type of sort of being broken open in in some way. Yes. Yeah, there will be
0: there will be aha moments, and there will be a change. And we can guarantee that because of the horse at yep. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the horses are
1: the horses are the and you know everybody will be stepping outside of that comfort zone, and we all know that was great changes that occur or when we're actually outside. right Our comfort zone.
2: yeah, right. Yeah. And then just logistically, from a practical experience, what this weekend will look like is, you know we'll we'll start early Saturday morning, right? And we're we we're only allowing a maximum of twelve women into this retreat partly Mm -hmm. so that we can create the safe space, you know, that the intimate space that is needed for these transformations to occur. But then also to make sure that every woman has adequate time with the horses to, to go through this process. So it will be a nice, small, safe, intimate gathering of women who are keen to connect with themselves more, learn more about themselves and leave this weekend you know, being a slightly upgraded version of themselves, right? And so, as as we mentioned at the start of this, safety is the, the number one important thing. That means safety with the horses. That also means emotional safety for, you know, the, the whole container of the weekend. Um, and so, we'll start um, first thing Saturday morning, um, creating that safety and, you know, teaching you what you need to do um, to be safe in all ways, um, throughout the weekend, um, and that will include time with the horses right off the bat. And then we'll split um, ladies up into two groups. One will go work with the horses. One will come do coaching with me. And then we'll switch in the afternoon. Um, there will be debriefing after every every part of this. So um, nothing will, nothing. We won't leave anything hanging. You'll have the option, the opportunity to work through anything that comes up. With the horses and with the coaching, and then we'll finish off Saturday afternoon with a beautiful yoga and meditation session to just to just feel like there's there's some closure there. And then we'll come back and do it again on Sunday, right? Half a day with me, half a day with the the horses, and we'll have some time together at the end of Sunday to to you know close everything off in a in a very beautiful way. Um, did I summarize that okay? Yes. Yeah. What a that's a beautiful summary. Absolutely. I'm super excited, and I think like we're calling it coming home because that's really what's happening. I think when we're living out there in this modern world with all the responsibilities that we have as women, and all of the worries and doubts and concerns we have, not just about our body and our weight and our relationship with food, but Everything, you know, going on with our lives, we just get so disconnected, right? And this weekend is really about coming back to who you are, reconnecting with your heart, your emotions, with your dreams for your life. And so our goal is for women to leave this weekend with a toolkit of things that they can take back to that busy, crazy, modern life and stay more connected to the things that matter to them when they're when they're out there in the in the real world again.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? We spend a lot of money on the outside of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Getting our hair, nails, makeup. How how often do we actually spend on the inside? Yeah. Because it's really what's on the inside that matters and we have to live with
2: ourselves every single day of the year. Yep, agreed. Uh, great. And here's here's the funny thing, because I think if you add up all the money we as women <laughs> spend on hair, makeup, clothes, shoes, bags, all of these external things, it's way more than the nine hundred dollars we're asking for 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 this retreat. And what's ironic about all of this is I think a lot of the times when we're spending money on these external things, it's to make ourselves feel better about ourselves and if I know anything from coaching weight loss it's that the external things are never going to make you feel any different about yourself the only way that is going to happen is by doing the work on the inside and and that's that's why I think the investment in this retreat is beyond worth it Mm
1: -hmm. yeah this weekend is a life-altering experience Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think there's any other way to describe it. It will absolutely be transformational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it it can't not because the horses will, will not let it be any other way. And neither will I, because that's the kind of coach <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, I <hope> so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And Michelle, you're also including
0: like a journal. So the women have oh, yeah. time to yeah. write down and do some self-reflection After each session. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 There will be lots of time for writing and reflection because this, this is actually super important for integration, right? It's one thing to go and have this experience with the horse, but if you're going to go home or with me, right, if you're going to go home and forget all about it, um, what good have we done? So when you spend some time doing reflection and writing, putting pen on paper, that actually changes the neurobiology in your brain. And we we integrate these experiences so much more, right? And just to go back to one of the first things you said, Teresa, about, you know, one thing that separates us from the horse is we have that prefrontal cortex, right? And yes, that prefrontal cortex can be judgy and insecure and all of these things but we are also in control of that part of our brain, right? So we can decide that we're going to learn confidence from this retreat. We can decide that we're going to learn how to trust ourselves. We're going to, we can decide to learn to be assertive. And that's all of, that's all our prefrontal cortex. So I think, you know, this retreat is going to show us that we can actually Take charge of all of that mess going on in the brain that we we have choice in how we show up in the world. And when you do make that change, you're going to see the change in your horse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It It won't be be because we've said, oh, you've made a change. It'll actually be because your horse, your horse will change. Right? Because of the Think Feel Do model. It's just going to play out so nicely. I I think it's it's brilliant. And honestly, I don't know why no one's done this before. It's such a perfect. Match. (laughs) Yes,
0: this is this is new in the equine assisted learning world. This has never been done before. And so me and Dorothy are super excited to be partnering with you, Michelle.
1: Yeah. It's gonna be
0: it's gonna be a life, life life-changing experience for a lot of women moving forward. I think that this might be something that well, we'll have to do maybe once a year or twice a year.
1: We'll see. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I, I think I think we might have to. And it's I am so beyond excited about it because I know it's going to be powerful. I felt it when I was there with Dakota. I feel it just preparing the materials that, that I'm going to teach during coaching sessions. I just know that this is going to be absolutely life-changing in probably really surprising ways for the 12 women that, that choose to join us.
0: Absolutely.
2: Good. All right. And so before we sign off for today, any last words of wisdom, any, anything you want to share before we say bye? Well, I'm just super excited.
0: And um, my, one of my favorite quotes is as we lead our horses, we
2: lead ourselves. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Love it. Yeah. Love it. I can't top that. I was going to say, how are you going to top that Dorothy? (laughs) I can. <laughs> I don't I don't think you can. So you know what? I will say mm-hmm. come come to the retreat, learn for yourself how transformational this whole experience will be. If you want more information, um, head on over to our website. It's www.waysahealth.com forward slash coming dash home. And all of the information is there. Um, you can also reach out to any of us. All of our contact information is on that website, and I'll have it in the show notes for this as well. We are absolutely happy to answer any of your questions, um, including fears around horses. And, you know, some of this being a little bit unknown for you, we're happy to dispel any of your concerns. And we know for certain that 12 amazing women. Are going to come to this retreat and we're just going to have the best experience ever. So I hope to see you there. See you soon. Right. Thanks, ladies. Bye bye. Thanks. Thanks again. Bye bye.